Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to Youth and the Youthful. I'm your host, Sweet Pea. And I'm Mommy. How's it going, Mommy? It's going. It's going. It's good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's the new year. Um, And like in our last episode, we talked about, we mentioned how we were going to talk about aging parents. Yes, aging parents. As I stated, my mom is now living with us and it was um, evident that she could no longer live alone. So um, I moved her into my apartment, my apartment, my <laughs> home here. And yeah, aging parents, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, you hear that the parents become children again mm-hmm. and you have to, um, you know, I don't want to say treat them as children, but you have to look out for them. You have to make sure that they're eating right, that they're taking their medication, mm-hmm. that, you know, they're just, you know, taking care of themselves. So um, it's been an experience. Um, first moving her in, you know, she did not really want to come, mm-hmm. I would say. She was she didn't fight me on it um, <laughs> necessarily, <laughs> but um, she didn't want to come. But again, it was evident that she couldn't live on her own. And then having to help her get her finances together because she was just, the pandemic did her in. I swear I'd never saw so many Amazon and box (laughs) boxes and whatever. But um, just making sure she had her finances together, making sure that she was saving, which she was not. Mm. Um, Just getting on her legal stuff. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, I think that it's interesting because... I'm blessed that I have the opportunities and the people in my life to like kind of be like, oh, you need to prepare for these things now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it kind of sucks because you're kind of thinking like, well, I'm in my 20s. Like, who cares? Why am I thinking about this? Mm-hmm. But it's stuff that you have to think about, mm-hmm. you know, it's stuff that you have to prepare for. And I remember going to like a, um insurance seminar or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yeah, these conversations are tough, but they mm-hmm. need to be had, and it's better to have them yes. bef- uh, earlier than later kind of thing. Yeah, you have to prepare. And the thing about it, it's, I, I remember when I first got married, um, my mother-in-law said, um, do you have a plot? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I just got married, and mm. I'm already dying. But it's things that you have yeah. to prepare for. It's things that you have to prepare for. And um, and taking care of your parents it's like you have to they you have to make sure again their finances are together because if they have any debt when they pass away Mm -hmm. they go after the nearest relative Mm -hmm. to try to get that debt paid credit card companies companies or whatever and granted if you have uh, insurance and Mm -hmm. they I'm doing air quotes you can't see me they'll go after the estate Mm -hmm. providing you have an estate Mm -hmm. but if you don't I mean these are things that you have to prepare for long-term disability just just a lot of things that you just normally maybe not wouldn't think of yeah but um things that you need to really look into and like I have had my funeral planned for I don't know how long and where everything is in one space all of my insurance information my doctor's numbers numbers to call what I've got I have my funeral plan down to what colors I want people to wear if people are still living who I wants to speak to want to speak uh, to sing but those things like planning those things out and knowing mm-hmm. exactly what your family member wants mm-hmm. it's just it just makes it more helpful mm-hmm. and um, 
just talking to your parents about really what they want, mm -hmm. you know, like not just in, in death, but in life. Like, mm -hmm. how do they want to live? What do they want to do? What do, how do they want their monies invested or not? And mm -hmm. just hard conversations, because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like to talk about money. I don't care, because it, it yeah. doesn't define me, but a lot of people don't like to do that. But you just have to really prepare for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You have to look into a lot of things, making sure you know their medications, if they're taking their medication, and what they can eat, what they can't eat, and just, it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm, so. it is a lot. Um, I lost my grandmother on my father's side mm -hmm. last year, and um, that was one thing that she did too. She planned out everything, mm -hmm. and it makes it a lot easier on the people mm -hmm. taking care of it if it's already taken care of. Yep. and. It's, yeah, it's really interesting um, how important things like that are. Mm -hmm. Insurance, 401ks, like mm -hmm. the way the society is set up to, you know, have to figure out what you're doing after retirement mm -hmm. when you're in your, when you're, you're 27. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like every single penny you save young is going to be used later on and how that like makes a difference. And that has been drilled into my head so <laughs> I think I'm in yes. a good place yes you are thank God I thank God for that yeah because I, I mean I've always told you you know shit, save your money save your money invest in 401ks you know do do your IRAs and again thinking when you're young you don't like oh I don't have time I don't need to do that but you really need to do it as soon as you can mm -hmm. just it's, it's a protection for yourself and and again for your family mm -hmm. you know so yeah, yeah, I think that's obviously that's something that I learned young, mm -hmm. um, even with like finances last year and in the future, like the fact that like we mentioned before our savings mm -hmm. journey mm -hmm. and challenge. That's something like exciting to me. Like, mm -hmm. like at 27, woo, we're going to be <laughs> saving money. Yeah. It's important. It's important. And, and I think it just helps you to just really be able to plan out your life mm -hmm. and to plan out things that you need and, and again more so for for your family it just really is is a relief mm -hmm. because there are a lot of people that you know they can't even bury their family mm -hmm. members because and and burial is just as expensive as living mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i think part of it to sometimes funeral homes can capitalize on the grief of people mm -hmm. it's like the people they feel that they oh they need this pearl you know gold inlet um casket mm -hmm. and i'm like no just put me in a wooden box because they're they, you just whatever i think at the end of the day it's over <laughs> well, at the end of the day it's over and and I'm, i am a hundred percent for you want to show me that you love me show me why i'm living and my grandfather right. always used to say give people flowers while they can smell them mm -hmm. give me my flowers now don't wait till i'm dead mm -hmm. you know so and um I don't know, just it's 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 a nice thing to have my mom here. Um, and it's funny because, yeah, I mean, she's here and we're going to eventually start to have to look for a new place because currently she's in the attic and there's a window <laughs> and there's a bathroom <laughs> and there's space. So she's not just stuck in the attic. But, yeah, she's in the attic with her cat, Pie. We also have a pet. Yes, we have Mr. a pet Mr. Pie now. Wacket. And um, he's just disrespectful. But, <laughs> he um, sure is. But, but we do love him. And um, but just so she can be more mobile so she can do things because she's capable of doing things on her own. But she just needs some guidance. Mm -hmm. And um, 
a good friend of mine, Dorian, shout out Dorian, had said that, yeah, when you get older, the less you have to do, the less you want to do. So mm. I want to have her in the space where she is um, able to to do her own cooking, do her own laundry, do all the things that I'm currently doing because she's upstairs in the attic and is fearful of navigating the stairs. Mm -hmm. So when we find a place that's on a level where her bedroom and the bathroom, the kitchen and everything is, then she's able to, to navigate because she's only 78 mm -hmm. and she still has all her capacities mm -hmm. and she's still capable. Mm -hmm. So just need to get her in a space to do that again. How do you think or has it differed, does it differ from like taking care of me? Like, do you, can you compare like the taking care of? Um, I don't, I think it's different in that, you know, like I said, as a, as your child, they come to you as a, as a clean slate, you know, and use what you pour into them is mm, how they become. Mm -hmm. My mom is, she's, she's already <laughs> been poured into grandma and granddaddy, um, did that. So she's a whole full person. Mm -hmm. So the responsibility more of, of, for me is not that I have to raise her because she's mm -hmm. already been raised, but mm -hmm. I just got to make sure that she's okay. So. Well, okay. No, that makes sense. Um, I mean, obviously it's, oh, she's calling. <laughs> Hold on one second. Oh, grandma's calling. So grandma called for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so she wanted to know if I forgot and I didn't. So once we do done this, I told her we'll come I'll bring her some ice cream. But yeah, go ahead. Um my train of thought, where did it go? So also I am also experiencing aging parents. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I guess obviously both my parents. Um and we live together so it's a little different. Mm -hmm. But there's like a kind of running joke online of like um, who does my mom think she is staying out uh -huh. you know, all hours of the night? <laughs> and like I joke sometimes about my mom, like when I'm home and she's out. Where are you, Missy? Yeah, where are you, Missy? <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, and oh, I know where you are because I've been tracking you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And I don't know. I'm just I'm wondering because like obviously our relationship is different. Mm -hmm. Like your, your relationship with grandma is different than my relationship with you. Mm -hmm. um, so... How is it, I guess, and especially like in different stages of life, right? How is it, I guess, like laying down the law, quote unquote, as you could say, mm. because like, I don't, I don't do that with you, obviously. Like, mm. I think this stage right now, we're still partners, mm -hmm. right? Or the way that we live, like we're partners. But I think that, and obviously grandma has a say, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's a little different when it comes to like, okay, this is what's going to happen because like this is what needs to happen mm -hmm. now you and i are not in that space and mm -hmm. eventually we'll probably get there so mm -hmm. that dynamic will be different but mm -hmm. how, how how do you feel about that <laughs> again i i don't think for me it's a problem because i don't think for her it's a problem because mm -hmm. i'm not doing anything that's demanding that she that's unreasonable mm -hmm. and um like for instance like i said she's capable so when we first moved in it was i i guess i felt um that 
she was feeling like her freedom was taken away, mm. that she didn't have the mobility that she had before. So I, I was I was upstairs, I was sweeping the floor, I was cleaning the bathroom, I was doing this, I was clean, changing the cat litter, and I'm like, whoa, wait, wait hold up a second. Because if she were home, mm -hmm. she would be doing those things or, or should be doing those things. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, and, and again, keeping in mind that the more you, the less you have to do, the less you want to do, just wanting her to be active and staying active. So I was like, okay, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, make sure you're sweeping the floor and then whatever with the litter box, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, she's like, well, she didn't want a regular broom. She wanted a Swiffer, whatever, because it's <laughs> easier for her. I'm like, okay, fine. So mm -hmm. when I got that and she's been doing it, like mm -hmm. I went upstairs and the floor looks great. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not, again, that I'm laying down the law per se mm -hmm. but it's like okay we do have conversations well we need to do this because of x y and z or you don't need to buy that because we have that here or you don't need that or are you going to do any cooking like are you going to use that process of things like that mm -hmm. so um i think again right now it's it's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because the other day she's like, oh, we bump heads. I'm like, we don't bump heads. <laughs> so um, I think that um, right now it's fine. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, it's still new. Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe learning curve or mm -hmm. adjustments are happening. And we'll see as time goes on. How long? It, it'll be six months in like two months in February. Yeah, February. So six months in February. So mm -hmm. maybe we'll do like a check back in kind of yeah. thing later. Um, I was going to say, how do you feel about me laying down the law? Missy <laughs> need to come home at a certain time. No, <laughs> I, I think it's funny. And again, like we've, we've had this conversation. I was like, look, honey, I want to have it in a way where I don't want this my life or having to care for me as I get older, if I get older to the point where I can't care for myself to be an interruption of your life. So I will, am setting up or trying to set up to make sure I have enough money that you just make sure, leave me in my house and just make sure whoever's watching me, you know, if I have to be in the diaper, make sure I'm not sitting in my diaper all day. No, but, um, never. yeah, I don't, I don't, again, I think that it's very interesting, though, because it took me a very long time, and you know, for me to ask you for help, mm -hmm. right? As my daughter, as my child, you know, I was like, I don't want to put that on you. I, mm -hmm. I can do it myself. If, if I will exhaust whatever options or whatever I need, and then if I can't do it, I'm like, okay, Jessica, I need your help. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that when it comes to a point in my life where I will need your help, that I will readily receive it. Mm. Because I'm slowly saying, you know, like even today, I went up to Target on Jamaica Avenue, freaking Target on Jamaica <laughs> Avenue. I drove all the way up there. I could not find parking. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. I'm like, Jessica, I need you to come with me to Target. And um, not a big deal. Mm -mm, not but, at all. But for me, like those, those little things um, mm -hmm. will allow me to, the, the bigger things coming down the pike, should mm -hmm. they come down the pike. Because mm -hmm. I, I really plan to try to take care of myself so I'll be in a space where I can still care for myself mm -hmm. um but yeah I don't I think you know there's a time and season for everything under the sun mm -hmm. right and there will become a time where I may not be able to care for myself and if I'm not remarried or have a spouse or whatever then that responsibility may very well fall on you because you're my only child mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. but I think as long as you don't boss me around like you do now <laughs> and not be mean to me in the process, I oh think we'll be goodness. fine. <laughs>
too funny. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think overall what I'm learning from this the most is, again, um, there were a lot of things in our house that we had to get rid of for whatever reasons. And, um, you know, it had gotten a little testy there at some point. And I was like, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. You have four other of them. Well, we already have them. We don't have the space for it. There's a lot of things. So I think one of the biggest things is when you're doing that transition is to make sure you do include them in the conversation of what's going on. Mm. You know, whenever before we moved out, I told her what we were doing. I told her how mm-hmm. we're going to have it done. I told her, you know, I said, we'll get it together and we'll be able to go through some things, some things you can't, you won't be able to keep, some mm-hmm. things you can. And just including them because, again, it's it's just from my perspective just realizing that you know your life is technically no longer your own mm-hmm. in the sense of just being able to do whatever you want without having to question or tell anybody or anything like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is something that and it's an adjustment mm-hmm. it's an adjustment so just for those of you who are going through it, you probably already know and can give me some pointers, so I'm willing to listen. But I think moreover, just being open and just being conversational and talking mm-hmm. to them and just constantly just reassuring them, not that it's needed, that it's all done in love. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you read my mind kind of. Um, if there's any, like, how do you approach those? Because I'm, I'm horrible with conflict. Mm. Or I choose to be horrible with conflict and I kind of see it as, like, a negative or, like, I'm, I am concerned about how I come off a lot of times because mm. I, in the past, have said things that, to me, didn't seem, you know, bad, but other people took it a certain way. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm responsible for how it occurs to them, mm-hmm. but also, like, a lot of it may have to do with them than me. So mm-hmm. there's like that balance. But how do you kind of approach, I guess, the difficult conversations? You know, it's interesting because I, I thought that there were going to be issues when we had to talk about, you know, Finances. how much money she had and how many bills she had and what she had to save and what she had to provide for the for the house. And again, I think in all conversations, we we have the conversation in our head, <laughs> presuming what the person is going to say, you know, and maybe even transferring a little bit of what we feel mm-hmm. into the person just inside our com- our heads. And I think that once we're just honest, once we actually listen, mm-hmm. once we actually are present and intentional, that it, it was like a no-brainer I was like I was gearing myself up (laughs) and it was no reason to Mm -hmm. so I think that again if it's delivered in love Mm. and it you listen to the person hear them out and then and then give honest responses like if you we only have this much room Mm -hmm. Mm. how how do you think we can work this out Mm mm-hmm you know, and I think just, like I said, just including them in it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But then at some point you have to say, okay, well, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. We can do this, but we can't give an alternative, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but just, just being honest, mm-hmm. just having the conversation and being honest. I don't think we've had, I guess, too many difficult conversations, but how do you think I approach difficult conversations with you? I guess financially, it, that's kind of like the only thing, right? I don't know that we have we've had any. Um, I mean, I think in the beginning when like you were saying you were 
trying to be more open with me helping. Mm, uh-huh, uh. But that was that was just that was that wasn't difficult. But no. moreover, like I don't know what when we talk about builds and stuff like that, like do I approach it in a good way or like how how figuring out how to pay this or pay that or what we're going to do next or no i think again i think it's different with us because we we have worked well we didn't really have to work hard at it but we've worked on communicating mm-hmm. in a way where we understand each other or try to understand each other and give space mm-hmm. for understanding mm-hmm. um i think you're i'm thinking now too about your comment about me bossing you around maybe <laughs> maybe you're just really lenient with me or not lenient mm. but you're just accepting of me and how i deliver things yeah i don't i think i know you so yeah I don't think there's any malice i think know, i think if anything we it. both do then yeah i don't think like <laughs> i don't know because i think even sometimes when you were younger you said i was mean i'm like i'm not mean <laughs> I'm, I'm mean and um i think it was more in the delivery yes. what i was saying because you said i was mean to a store clerk do you remember that no she's like you were mean to her i'm like how was i mean i but, think you were just like and it's, firm. I was firm. Or, yeah. And I think that a lot of, it's funny though, because when you try to talk to people and then you're just being truthful mm-hmm. and you know, I, I choose my words because I want to be able to deliver what I'm saying, you know, in a way that it you get it. Mm-hmm. And if it has to take you down a couple of pegs, it doesn't destroy you because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm always honest. I'm always honest. And people don't, really like honesty yeah because it shatters their reality they live in yes and 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 generally when some when you deal in honesty people turn it around and make it about you Mm -hmm. and it's really not Mm -hmm. about me but um i think that when we have conversations again i keep going back to you know it's not coming from a place of malice i'm not trying to hurt you and i i don't believe that you're trying to hurt me mm-hmm. and if you do then i let you know i'm like glad that hurt my feelings yeah but of other than that i mean i i don't think we have issues in conversating and difficult conversations and then how you deal with them i think you know because you're an overthinker. We mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. So you, but I know by the time you come to speak to me, you spent like 10 <laughs> a weeks. A million years. <laughs> inside the conversation with yourself. Yes. And I think that that's a good and a bad thing, only in that the conversation inside yourself, the situation is this, you know, apocalyptic. Mm. Whereas you, the com- when you have it, you're just like, wait, that was nothing. So you spent all that time, you know, commiserating when you could have just had the conversation. And mm. I think that's similar we can all, we always have our thoughts about a person and how somebody's going to accept something and understand something but we just have to go with them and give them an opportunity to either be that person or not mhm i think sometimes when um i think you're not being mean or like <laughs> i can't even i don't even really know i'm trying to think like what was it the other day or yesterday or Two days ago, you know, yesterday when we were, we were late to get our hair done, and I was kind of just like, I just want to know. I was like, I kind of was like, well, I just want to know what's happening. Like, let me and, know. And in that side, inside of that, I want to say, like, I'm trying to tell you what's happening, but you weren't listening. What? You were like, you were all over the place because I know you wanted to go because you, you had in your mind, I'm getting my hair done. I need to get my hair done. I got this other and that, and I'm like, okay, fine. And then I asked you to help me. Mm-hmm. Because grandma wanted tea and she wanted some toast and she wanted whatever. And you 
again. You you helped, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, well, butter the bread while it's hot. You're like, well, doesn't she have butter upstairs? Yeah, I'm like, I wanna, yes, but because she, I want to give her the butter that she wants. It doesn't matter. It's the <laughs> butter, she just wanted some butter bread. Mm. <laughs> so, so the thing about it too is like, I, so inside of that, I was like, well, toast the bread, butter the bread while it's hot, so it can melt. And you kept saying, well, doesn't she have butter? I'm like, but toast the bread. So she, and you, are she's gonna put more butter on it? I'm like, no, just if you toast it down here, while it's hot. Then you won't have to. And then I ended up doing it. And then you and you just gladly walked away because you were doing something else. No, because I'm like, is, let her, let mommy do it the way she wants to do it. But it, it wasn't that. What, what I wanted, how I wanted it done was for you to toast the bread and butter it. Right. But for me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to toast it. I'm going to take it upstairs immediately so she can put the butter she wants because she has her own butter. Butter is butter, baby. Oh, my goodness. And, and why does she have the, her own butter? Because sometimes she has snacks upstairs that she she just uses while she's upstairs and wish she won't need me or you to bring it upstairs to her. And the butter that we used was the butter that she bought that was just down here because she was cooking. But, again, it's so... I took that situation as I saw it as like, okay, Jessica is focusing on, I gotta go, gotta go, yeah, gotta go. Yeah, I do have tunnel vision and, sometimes. And I'm like, fine, we, we can get there, and I'm trying to get there, but tell, just call Mary, tell her we're going to be late, tell her we know, because I still have to do these things before I leave. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going. I don't think I was being mean. No, 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 you weren't. I was going to say, like, well, I can't think of any other time besides that, but, like, you know, sometimes... <laughs> like i'm like i don't know i'm trying to use my words wisely Mm. now but just like when you say things a certain way that maybe i'm like i it could be if i didn't know you or whatever be like oh okay there's something wrong here i just like make a joke out of it like i go oh fine you know kind of like you know shake my head and like huff and turn away but like not meaning it like jokingly Mm -hmm. because well, you've said that you always said that you're like, oh, make a joke out of it kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I do that. And that that helps me on my end mm-hmm. kind of just be like, OK, it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. Like she's not upset. And the world's not ending. And mm-hmm. then just like brush it off. Yeah. And I think to, to that, I think it's very interesting because um, just in conversations I've had with friends, like it's so funny that mean because I think that is so far from who I am and whoever's listening if you have relationships you can put it in some kind of comment to say whether or not mean is something you think about me but it's very interesting because my girl my girlfriend colleague said that when she first thought Mm. met me she thought I was um mean I'm like mean she said then she said not mean but like don't just don't mess with her Mm -hmm. and I was like I'll take that because I don't want to be messed with Mm -hmm. but I think that I'm also approachable I think that people come to me I can that I can speak to people whatever and I think too that because people have their own definitions of what something is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and again that's more about them than it is about you Mm -hmm. but because they have some definition like if I speak excitedly or I speak um, passionately, you know, people are like, oh, well, she's yelling. I'm mm-hmm. like, but no, I'm not. Because mm-hmm. yelling, I can show you yelling, which is very different than me being passionate about something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people get so caught up in the delivery of something mm-hmm. as opposed to hearing what's being said. Mm-hmm. And the delivery, again, has more to do with 
the person than it is with who's delivering it. Just like the other, the last time we had a conversation with the podcast, you said the guy yelled at you mm -hmm. about the the the, the water, water bottle, bottle. Mm -hmm. but was did he scream at you or was he just very stern or very curt about just you know just yeah. throw it away? So again, it, because he's focusing like I gotta watch the people coming yes. in, I'm, whatever yeah. it was. Right. But because in your mind it was like he yelled at me, and but you know it's not a big deal. Right. You let it go. So I think a lot of times in in speaking and listening to people, we have to try to remove the clutter of what we have defined as something mm -hmm. and just actually hear what the person is saying mm -hmm. yeah know? and I think it's interesting sometimes to or like a good way to kind of gauge maybe maybe not who knows mm -hmm. is like the other people around because like I, I wonder if I asked my friend who was with me if I asked Chad hi shout out Chad uh, hi Chad uh, if he heard him like how would he Mm. interpret it mm, mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so everyone's going to interpret it differently right because it's all relative it's what's important to you and yeah. what's not important to you but um like it's just bringing it back around to grandma like it, i think it's hilarious because she calls me on the phone like she's literally upstairs and she calls me on the phone and says oh you know can't bring me some ice cream or, or <laughs> did you see that on the tv or, or whatever um so i, I don't know i think just bringing it back to because we have conversations and you know my mom was a yeller I think again I of my family members I think I'm probably the quietest mm -hmm. of all of them us we are yeah and, us too yeah we're quiet and cause maybe Dylan they're loud yeah Dylan. <laughs> Drew, Drew. and Drew yeah. <laughs> yeah Drew but anyway um um just in having conversations with her and just really learning to hear what she's saying not necessarily how it's being delivered but just listening to what she was saying because if you if i got caught up in how it's being delivered and sometimes like ellie just stop what are you yelling for yeah <laughs> you know but you're you're pretty good with that i mm -hmm. think with most people and with grandma mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i'm not the best with it but you know i and I, it, you know i comes with age I yeah think. Mm -hmm. it comes with age and experience and, and putting just, less like emphasis and meaning on things that and i think too just understanding that people can only give you what they got to give mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and you have to accept it and how they're able to deliver it and it may not always be packaged very pretty you mm -hmm. know it's not all, or in the way that we may want it but we have to accept it and see it for what it is mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. just it's all good. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So it, it for me it's definitely interesting seeing I don't want to say age, seeing you grow up. <laughs> well, I'm aging. And how that and how I'm that dynamic okay. changes and all that stuff and I'll, people on the internet because mm -hmm we me my generation has grown up on it we're mm -hmm. all going through it together mm -hmm. i saw a tiktok today about there's like a trend um showing um a parent in like 20 years ago and then showing them now and like just realizing you know that parents have also grown while we have been growing mm -hmm. so I'm glad, I guess, I'm not going through it alone. <laughs> but, I mean, you you know, I guess you also didn't go through it alone either with your friends and their parents, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. aging and all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. that's that's cool. Yeah, it is. 
And I think too is like one just when you're saying the, the millennials seeing their parents aging, and I think just really coming to the point where you realize that your parents are human people, beings yeah. too, right? They're mm -hmm. people, and they have the same kind of issues maybe you have, mm -hmm. but they're your parents, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, definitely. It's all good. Definitely. Well, that's this week's episode. <laughs> um, you got a quote for us today, mommy? I have a quote. I have a quote. Let's see. Okay, so life is 10% what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. Who said Charles that? Swindle. And I thought about that when I was looking through the book because, you know, 10% of what happens to me you know life happens your mother has to live with you mm -hmm. and then 90 percent of how you react to it mm -hmm. you know you can make it something that is um a hardship mm -hmm. or overwhelming mm -hmm. or any of those things or you can look at it as a blessing because mm -hmm. you'll have time to make more memories different memories and to return the the love mm -hmm. and you know the raising mm -hmm. and the just the mothering that you received as as a child mm -hmm. so that's my quote very nice <laughs> okay thank you guys so much for listening i don't know if you heard that upstairs <laughs> that's grandma <laughs> <laughs> um please follow us on instagram at yt jumbled up a whole bunch of words please follow us <laughs> on instagram at y-a-t-y podcast mm -hmm. um our email is on there as well for comments mm -hmm. topics questions if you want to be a, a, a host or mm -hmm. host if you want to be a guest and um, if you listen to the if, when you listen to the, the podcast if you have any comments like if you feedback. have any comments feedback any directions or guidance on aging parents please drop it in there that as well um let us know if that's also happening in your life mm -hmm. what major changes has happened for you that maybe you know you had to change your perspective about mm. you know realize that you know it wasn't ideal or th what you thought was going to happen but you had to you know do with what you had mm -hmm. um and follow us on facebook as well mm -hmm. we'll be posting more polls questions and engaging with you guys so thank you so much for listening thank you see you next time bye now bye